I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty and a smile. Oh, he's trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're yoking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Damn, boys, break the door. I'm a white sound like Bane. Let's look on that. Look at us. It's going to be awkward. This is PJ Souls, and you are totally listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. Keep listening, or you know who might come after you. Yo, episode 605 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all these movies. I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. The late one, Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Yeah, that's crazy that we were on like at 9 o'clock and then 43 minutes go by and we don't even hear from him or 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 just we're like waiting for him to show up or like he does know we're recording tonight. He told us he'd be home on time. I was like, I wonder what happened. Did he get did he get yeah, in traffic? Is he okay? Did, like, yeah, yeah. Did, he, did he get in an accident? What's going on? No. I was heavily distracted. I will explain during our weekends. <laughs> Like, right. You know it's Sunday night, though, right? You did remember it was Sunday night. Like, are you high? Well, like, for you six no, so, uh, six hundred and five so, episodes in, <laughs> he's still getting used honest, to it, right? Still, yeah. Wow. So we we obviously have this thing where we we traditionally like to do it on Sunday nights, but we oftentimes will bump it to Tuesday. But Tuesday puts it a week. A, I know it's a weekday for you, so you typically it's late. You know, you're off at work at 9, 9.30, so you're getting on, you're tired. Uh, you know, it's a weekday for me. I know Fonzo or Tony. So it's it's always inconvenient to do it on Tuesday. So we ideally do it on Sunday. So while I wanted to do it on Tuesday because I knew I'd be tired today, I thought, well, I don't want to inconvenience him. So, and I, I'll get home in time, so I'll just, I'll just you know, bear through it. Um, and so, but by the time I got home, there was guests that I entertained and they didn't leave until just now. So that's, that's why I, I, I got, as soon as I walked in the door, there were new people that I had to entertain, so to speak. So mm. that's why I got, that's why, that's why I'm super late. That's, that's a lame weekend. excuse. I don't even buy it. Tony, you buy it. I'm sure the, the visitors are like some birds are in the house or something. They got stuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I got to chase I these motherfuckers no, out. There are new, there are new neighbors <laughs> from across the street. One of them works with with. Chris. And they come this late at night to your house on a Sunday. No, they came at six. They just stayed for a long time, till past nine o'clock. They were still yeah. Late. They stayed till nine thirty. You didn't tell me. Hey, I got to record. I got to get. I out totally of here. like I said. I totally forgot about. It. I'm tired too, man. I just walked in the door. I did a track day. I'm. I just drove. I rode. I'm. I'm. My brain is mush. So, you're saying you didn't so tell I, your neighbors about the podcast. You saying what? I you didn't, you didn't tell your neighbors about the podcast? No, I did not tell them about the I didn't even think about it. Wow. Ouch. Ouch. Six, wow. 605 episodes, Tony. He's finally Where done. He's done, yeah. <laughs> He's finally in Tony territory. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've gone full Tony. He's got full Tony. You never want to go full Tony. <laughs> never, want to. <laughs> never go full Tony, man. No, man. I, I, it was very unprofessional of me, and I'm sorry. 
We got to get going because it's yeah, almost 10 o'clock. It's now 10 o'clock. And there's no bangers. There's no nothing else. Talk, man. No bangers. No bangers. We that music. We're going straight to it. Let's go. Homework. Is this your homework? Is this your homework? Is this your homework? Is this yours, Larry? Is this your homework? Is this your homework? We know that this is your homework. We know that this is your homework. So I guess I'll take it off. Take it off from here. Take take off from here. Because uh, I picked this. Um, I know it's been doing the runs. I know a lot of people. The runs? It's got the runs? It's got diarrhea? Um, <laughs> Taking things off? Having diarrhea? Runs. What the hell? I think it was uh, a fairly successful independent-ish film that was getting a lot of attention. Um, independent? That was a big budget fucking movie in the, in the theaters. Oh, was it? Oh, my, my bad. <laughs> so uh, I picked The Northman. And a uh, new film by Robert Eggers. And we have seen The Lighthouse just recently. Um, you guys, I think Fonzo, Tony, had you seen The Witch? I know Fonzo, you yes, saw it. Yes, we've all seen it. Right? We all reviewed okay, it. Cool. Yeah. I have not seen this. So I'll have to go back. To, I'll have to, to watch that because I'm okay. interested. Cause He's only done three, right? So far? I think that's it. The Witch, uh, Lighthouse, and Northman. Other than shorts. Oh, yeah, me and Fonzo Witch, talked about The Lighthouse about, right. and The Northman. Yeah. And... Um, Talent. I mean, whether you like this movie or not, I think it was it was. Um, you can see the talent behind the lens. There's a lot to like here. Um, there's a lot of beautiful cinematography. It's not overly stylized. I think. I think there's there's a little bit of of style to the shooting. It's not just a straightforward like historical drama. Um, there were some I, farts. There's some fart scenes going on. Right, right. Yeah, it's a little bit. Of it, was more, it was more like a low artsy fartsy, not a high. Right, it wasn't right, nearly right. as artsy fartsy as the yeah. trailer kind yeah, of. We could have a low artsy fartsy. And it's it works for me. I, I the what artsy fartsy is in there works just fine for me. Um, it, it ironically, I didn't realize it. Um, and, and as soon as I realized what the movie was about, I thought, "Oh shit, Fonzo's gonna love this. It's a revenge flick." You had me at revenge. But man, there is a fucking plot, and I am not going to spoil this plot twist. There is a plot twist that nobody saw coming. I saw it. And it. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, ah, it's, it's going to be. It's going to be one of those. Yeah. I and totally, it I totally flips yep. the yep. script on on that that trope early on too. Say what? Early on too. Yeah, uh, it's not. It's, we it's, find it's, out. Right, it's it's a story because now the movie has to pivot, kind of thing, and now pivot. it becomes more about the, the not the not, who's really the villain, who's really innocent, who's it. All of a sudden, you know what? It, when I watched it, I was like, "Oh shit!" It's like Fight Club. Now I got to rewatch it again and see it from a different perspective, kind of thing. Motherfuckers got to watch. I, Rewatch I really it. like that. I, I, that that plot twist really worked for me. I was riveted when that happened. And then, of course, the the big set action piece. You know, there's there's some fight fighting. You know, the there's um and I, the choreography of it, it doesn't seem overly impressive. You know, but I, I don't think it needed to be right. It's just they're fucking slinging axes and swords. It doesn't need to be overly stylized. Slinging axes. Slinging axes. Love it. Right. That's on the fucking poster right there. (laughs) So, I mean, the long story short, I had a, I really enjoyed it. Um, 
it's not overly long. Um, it's not this big, epic, long, drawn-out drama. It's not like, you know, I think, Fonzo, you were saying a lot of people were watching it and they were thinking, or some people maybe saw the trailer and they were thinking it's it's like, um, what was that Mel Gibson movie we just watched a couple of It was Donaldo. He went to oh. watch and goes, yeah, it wasn't right. like what I thought it was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you I can see I that. that. You know what I say to that, Tony? Mm. You know what I say to that, Tony? <laughs> Uh, I think you say. Yeah, I'll be a Donato. Thank you. <laughs> what? What is that drop? You have you have Wait. a lot to catch up on on the Bad Boys on the podcast oh, chat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's you know a lot of chat there. Tony, you know what I say to that? <laughs> yeah, I'll be a Donato. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he thought it was going to be some fucking three hundred or something. I think. I think so. Yeah. And well, the, and there was a smidge of that in it. Right, I mean, you have like yeah. the overly ripped. Uh, how do you pronounce his name? Alexander Skarsgård. Uh, he was huge, right? I mean, he's all crossfitted out. Um, and did you want to fuck him some... like you wanted to fuck Tom Holland last week, or no? No, Tom Holland's a bitch. Oh, okay, no. Alexander Skarsgård twice the man Tom Holland is. Okay, yeah, yeah fuck all that shit. Um. Yeah, no, it's kick. Well, I mean, what did you guys think? Tony, you want to go? You want to go? Uh, yeah. Um, besides, even even I mean, though I I I saw I, I kind of pred- kind of predicted the the twist uh in mm. the, in the story and the plot, um, it didn't change my enjoyment of it. It was enjoyable, absolutely. Um. I didn't have expectations, um, especially after hearing Donaldo and, and his review. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't expect that. I don't know if he gushed over or he enjoyed right, it. Right, Evan gushed and Donaldo, yeah. uh, what, mushed. Said, so. Meh. <laughs> meh did. <laughs> meh. motherfucker said gush and mush. No, he did. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, he did. <laughs> uh, no, he did. <laughs> I'll allow it. Um, so uh, so yeah so between those two reviews that like yeah. polar opposites and I was just like you know what right? yeah exactly yeah and so I'm just like all right I'm gonna go are into you, it not are you not Cam not Evan or Cam Donaldo yeah uh, I just said Cam nobody uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I enjoyed it it was, it was yeah it was fun it was cool to see him um, uh, throw down the the um, like the yeah, animal yeah. the animal uh, ness of the movie like they're like mm-hmm. the, 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 how they just would would tune into the animals oh. try to be wolves and like and, and and you know from when they're kids and uh, as they're growing even even the adult uh gangs <laughs> the, the, you fucking pop this movie in before you're about to go to the gym and get your primal rate right yeah right? yeah fire you yourself up you deadlift you, know, you hype up you'll deadlift you anything to. yeah for sure yep. yeah uh so that was cool yeah th- those are pretty enjoyable um and then they had the the, the their the little little snippets of the stylized like visions. Um, right. Uh, at first, I was like, eh, I'm not sure about this because uh, there's a little of you know magic hocus pocus going on. Um, there is a, uh, an element of that. There's an element of that, but um, uh, was it I in his dreams? Was it really happening? You right. know, right. Yeah. I, I think there was even. Did I watch something? Did something pop up where I was like, oh, somebody's getting drugged. I fucking busted up laughing when he opened his hand. There was a mushroom there. I'm like, oh my god, I love this fucking movie. So that's the scene where I thought, oh, I bet you there's some hallucinating going on. That's Uh what I think. Uh Yeah. 
But then they, uh, I think they was its plot purpose was to poison somebody, right? If yeah, I yeah, recall yeah. correctly. Yeah. yeah, but you know the yeah. poison, the dosage makes the poison, as they say. Hmm. Uh, but the then poison, I saw like I saw that the the crows were helping them out. I'm like, ah, oh, that's the theme for the night. A lot, of, the lot, yeah, the lot of crossover. On okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for. Okay. I was gonna, nobody <laughs> yeah. mentioned. That, I was going to mention that. But the parallel to both movies. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even planned. It was so. I was like, whoa. I was like, that's, that's, that's cool. That's kind of weird. That happened. Uh huh. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, so yeah, I, I totally. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. The final scene I thought was fucking cool. Um, Dude, that man, that had bad. the. The 300 feel to it, but it was just so intense. Also had the and, Clone Wars. And the, and the, the, yeah, 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 the, the, the Star Wars, yeah, Darth, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. no one had the high ground. So it was fine. You're right. Um, dude, they, they, it was, they called it the Gates of Hell. The Gates of Hell. Right. I will see you in the Gates of Hell. Like, okay, yeah. That's badass. Well, that's and cool. like the, the, I don't know, I, I assume it was CG, but like when, when, uh, one character cut the other's arm. Uh huh. And you could just see you the just, gash. Yeah. And you're yeah. just like, God damn. Like, so one of the things I noticed when I watched the movie is, um, you know, uh, uh, buyer beware, watcher beware. It's very violent film. It's very violent. It's very graphic. With that said, the graphicness of it, I would argue, felt like the intent of it was to convey the brutality of the period not to offend right it wasn't to, it wasn't uh, it wasn't gratuity gratu- if you get, you if, you get a, if if you get offended just stop watching movies just stop just stop <laughs> right right yeah at this point just get out yeah. of here but gra- it wasn't no but it wasn't although offending isn't the right word no it's a lot of times we see a movie that's hyper violent because they want they want a man's got a sword limit. and an axe in the poster. What do you expect? But no, but that's the point. Is that that is that you don't see the 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 blood and guts every fucking time they swing a sword. Like it's not in your face. It's not like Bloody Valentine. Oh, whoops! I forgot to reset. That's my, not me. No, no, that's my alarm. Um, but it's not like uh, like it's not like a horror movie where they're always trying to show the gore shot that outdoes the last gore shot. Right. There's none and of that. There's it's not gratuitous gore. Um, like like there's the one scene where I expected to see it, and they didn't do it. Um, I don't know how much of a spoiler it is, but uh, the scene where he's uh, using his head, the head bang. Oh right. right. <laughs> I'm like I was like damn, and I was like at, I was like all right, they're gonna flash, they're gonna flash the the you know the results of that and they didn't and so i was like cool because that wasn't the point right oh, the, fuck that. Well, when they we showed got, we got knows. we got way more enjoyable one where uh later on at the end that shit was be- that was one of the best kills i've seen in a long time man that was yeah, awesome there's a lot of good ones. if you guys know what i'm talking about yeah well i'm guessing but i could be kind of well you said i was a young cub when something happened oh no 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 that yeah. yes that one was cool Ready to finish it uh-huh. I said there with my chalk. I'm like, okay, motherfucker. But okay. my my favorite part about that kill is the guy's like he 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 acted the twitchingness. Like if you see his hands, he's like mm-hmm. twitching right before he just falls dead or not falls yeah, dead, yeah. but like dies. So I was like, it even, that it was cool. Even, yeah, it doesn't cut away or nothing. It's like it stays. No, it just time. stays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. For like, sure, that was good. That, like you're like, is that gonna happen? Is it gonna go there? They, it, it, oh, yep, he went there. Mm-hmm. Yep, start point. Yeah. Dude, I had a fucking blast with this movie. The only thing I was worried about was like, um, like I kept thinking of the witch, and they they have that old colonial like English language talk where they're talking, 
and it's like you gotta have subtitles because this shit talking like very Shakespearean, very fucking. They're just talking in that language, and you're like, man, you can get overwhelmed. You know, I didn't want to get lost. This one's fucking straightforward, straight to the point. He's get he's on that um, on the fucking boat. He's like, I will avenge my father, I will avenge my mother, and I will kill me all And he kept saying that over and over again. Like, yep, that's it. Right to the point. I knew they you would get, get you. I knew they would. They oh, had to do it. That's because it's a revenge flick. That's that, yeah. That's the. Oh, dude, it's, it's you, not a funny you said story. that. It's not a. Big, no, no, I know. Like, that's the thing, dude. It's so basic. I loved it. That's the thing. And why when he said that too, I'm like, I was like, I'm fucking all in. I like throw my chips in. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. Let's yeah. fucking go. That one scene where he's on the top of the hill, he's like, I will have my ventures. He just fucking ripped. I'm like, man, I'm about to go to get a gym membership right now. This <laughs> pumping me up. This guy didn't need to be my gym coach. It was unbelievable. Dude, no. Dude, I even fucking popped that fucking Bjork's fucking cameo, man. I love that. She was fucking oh, Bjork's in it? Yo, she was the witch. She's the one talking to oh, the blind. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah the blind. Dude, she didn't have to change her voice or nothing, dude. Her Scandinavian fucking voice was perfect. Dude. I was like, oh, dude, you're, you killed. That was awesome. Well, I'd love to see a little more, but that's all right. Ethan Hawk in the beginning. I forgot it was him when he's talking. I'm like, and I'm like, and then when I saw him with his crooked teeth, I'm like, oh shit, that's Ethan Hawk. I'm like, okay. I recognized you know, Ethan Hawk really... immediately. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah. I was like, yeah, oh shit, I, that's I, Ethan Hawk. I recognize yeah. him. Yeah. What about Defoe? And Defoe. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. Recognize his well, voice. Especially it's his I voice. That, yeah, yeah, Defoe's exactly voice. voice. And I remembered, yeah. oh, yeah, that's right. It's the it's, He's in the lighthouse. So he's. Yeah. He's, well, he got me. He's like, I'm something of a gesture myself. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I, just, <laughs> I recognize him. So thank you, Tony. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I was like, dude, you add Defoe to your movie, that's automatically a fucking bonus. Like, yo, bravo. I mean, that's just, you know, that's just a bonus. That's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. I agree to like with you, Harley. Like the yeah, the choreography is not something to be like. Oh man, I'm gonna watch this on repeat. Like Great Gladiator, Bravehearted, and uh, this shit's awesome. It's like it's it's savage though. It's fucking brutal. It's like um, it's it's slow paced, but it's it, it it gets to the point, man. It's just like you know when he's when they like we think of Viking Vikings, you like rape, pillage, and blood, you know what I mean. They just go in there to a town, and just do fucking damage. Like that scene where Homeboy throws that spear and just catches it. And throws it right, chucks it right back at him, and knocks him down. Like, oh, fuck. oh, right. And then, it, and he cleverly gets us, uh, hands the camera to the side where we're on the side of the wall, and he's climbing it. Now, that could be a ladder for all I care, but it looks like he's axing his way up and climbing himself up with just his muscles. Badass, dude. And then Tony's girl was in there, who's going to play the young Furiosa. So I'm like curious to see her in action. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see a lot of her in action. I'm like, hell yeah, Give me some of that midnight fucking forest sexing shit. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm all about that. Let's go. You know. Nicole Kidman, man. Oh, man, I don't want to say too much, man. But I don't want to say, you know, yeah, no, she freaked she was, me out. She was casted perfectly, yeah. And then even that fucking, uh, that, that one king when he's fucking chanting in the fire and shit, and it was just a silhouette, and he's got the horns, and they're, they're all hitting their shield, dude. You know those motherfuckers were, and they were making this movie. They were, they've got in full character, man. I'm like, and I was just at Medieval Times. I was ready to fucking get on a horse and do some fucking damage, man. I'm like, let's go. Dude, <laughs> after this fucking movie hit me at the right time, man, I was, dude. I'm telling you, man, I had a fucking great time with this movie. You know, you know what? It, you know what it reminded me a little bit of was the Revenant. Mm. It 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 felt like a very off visually a very authentic historical that that was that didn't want to cut back on the violence, but not like it's not a horror movie. Um, yeah, yeah. There was there was um, the invasion scene, the berserker scene when we're introduced to the adult uh, character. It's a really long take, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this feels like the the um, the, the, that, the game they were playing." The Native American attack in the beginning of the Revenant. 
Yeah, um, really well done. I mean, I, I think, I think my biggest takeaway from this movie, not only would I happily rewatch it, is I really think this is a talented filmmaker who has a lot of promise, who is now showing a, a little bit of range, right? I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I don't know about the witch. Was it a historical? Piece Bitch, I just it, fucking it was, told you. What did, didn't you see what I said? Sorry, I was I was trying to busy pulling up the revenue. Oh fuck yourself. Sorry, sorry. Pull up the revenue. I'm talking. You asshole. <laughs> Don't watch the witch. Yeah, I do. I really want to watch it. So I'll have You're to make. You're fucking a late all the time. Why are you late? Right. Why were you late? I told you, motherfucker. Because I'm spacey. So, um, I'd like to see some range, more range. Maybe make maybe make something. Oh, this guy's making fucking movies out there. The same fucking uh, comic book movies you complain about. This guy's out here doing different shit. You know? I know. I love it. I, I'm telling you, I really look forward to what this guy does next. So I don't. He doesn't have anything on IMDb. So hopefully somebody throws keeps throwing money at him. Yeah, um, Depends how well this did, but yeah, super well made. I mean, it's not for everybody. It is hyper violent, um, but not again. Not not to not offending isn't the right word. It's not to. Um, oh, it's not desensitize, but. What is it when somebody does something just to make you uncomfortable? Um, it's 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 done for artistic expression to to show what it was like, or what at least what we thought it was. And I, history was pretty brutal, so I believe mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, it's just really well made. It's stylized just enough, but it's still a relatively straightforward plot that's easy to follow. Just like yeah, the light. See, that's what I was right? worried about. I thought it was going to be a little. It wasn't too much. overly complicated yeah. at all. It was very mm-hmm. straightforward. Again, it just goes back to. So, I mean, we can we can briefly explain what the story is for the visionary director. No, got to watch it. No, let North them watch it. Bro. No, no, no. no. Stop talking. You're already late. We ain't got all time for that. Let's do a bit. Well, it says to quest. <laughs> so, but we can we can we can spoil the beginning. We Who's his it. father? Liked it. So, who's his father? Ethan Hawke. And what is what is it? What is Ethan Hawke's – what is his role? In the- no, here's the thing though. Like um, you know, I didn't know anything about the movie. I knew it was a revenge. Yeah. Oh, and, I didn't even know that. And I didn't know what – I didn't know the plot. And I enjoyed that part. I was like, oh, shit, that, that's happening? That actually happened? Talk, that's all. So I, would, I'd, I wouldn't spoil anything. Okay. Yeah, we don't have to talk about yeah. it. Okay. It gets a really high dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. It's, it's one of those movies where you, you're you got to watch it twice, but this could definitely be a Slater material for sure. There's some of the lines really that I had too, and I would so I would happily rewatch too. this one. What the movie over his other ones? ones? Over his other ones? Is that what you're gonna say? Well, I was just going to say, like, I would rather rewatch this one before The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse was dark. Yeah. It wasn't. This one has a lot of fun action. Um, and there's some subtleness that I'd like to go back and rewatch. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the plot twist. I just like some of the lines that were saying, too. We're like, I make the sword for you, like, and it, it'll feed off the. the um, it'll quench off, like. There's the, some pretty quiet. Like, there's some pretty crazy like, dialogue. Oh, so yeah. awesome. <laughs> Right. Yeah, this is the last tear you will shed in weakness. It will be given back when most you need it. I mean, just shit like that was just like, oh, dude. I'm fucking... Dude, yeah. Me, high dollar potential Slater. Watch I'd it again, buy dude. that for I, a dollar. I, I liked it so much. 
Yeah, Not dollar get it on Blu-ray. Dollar for me. I'd buy nice. that for a dollar. Well, let's see. Oh, uh, shout out to our little Viking in the in the fucking building. Fucking Evans, little kid, little Viking. Throwing oh, them, that's throwing right. Them, throwing them pulp. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some log log challenge. Shit. Look at them. Log toss or something. Little amleth over there. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, that's cool. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art. Art from Cali. Donaldo. Nalo. And Evan. <laughs> My name is Evan from... <laughs> <laughs> and you, if you leave a message with your picks at 442-444-0742. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> the best part is you'll never know, because he doesn't listen to the fucking podcast. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I can say about that, Tony? Yeah, I'll be on Donato. <laughs> My favorite Nalo. sounder of all time. Say that again. Nalo. Nalo? <laughs> no. Say Nalo. <laughs> That's my favorite. He's like, <laughs> the best part say, is, Nalo. Yeah. say Nalo. Say Nalo. It's Evan's kid. It took me like yeah. forever. I was like, is it one of the mm. twins? Like five years ago? I'm confused. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, man, it's that's, Evan's that's, kid. That's live, brother. Yeah. yeah, that was great. All right. Where the, what their point's at? Where the points? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's a big one. Um, Art is in the lead with seventy three points. Seventy three better than almost ninety. He lost points. Right. Yeah, that's right. Right. Uh, Reed's in second with thirty seven and a half, so he's right there to double down and lose it all. Um, Angie is in the third place with twenty eight points. Evan with seventeen, and uh, Nalo with fourteen. Oh, he said it right. Oh, maybe one. Oh, <laughs> Anna Taylor Joy is in The Witch as well. Yeah. I yep. There we go. This filmmaker is 40 years old. He's 39. He's not even 40 years old yet. Imagine what he could do with a 20 year career if Hollywood continues to give him, you know, if he gets a good writer. I don't know if he's the writer on these. On these movies, I heard he's working the next Transformers movie. Oh fuck's sake! God damn! Are you kidding me? No. Yeah, of course I am. Come on. Of course you are. Thank God. Yeah. Sure. Don't yeah. fuck with he's my. He's kind emotions. of a. He's a very unique character too. If you ever watch his interviews, he's he's kind of like um. How do you say? Kind of full of himself, kind of. <laughs> oh, he's a prick. He's an arrogant he's prick. Well, I don't know if he's a prick, but he's just very. He's, he's very unique. Yeah. Just oh, watch cool. interviews. Just All right. see what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. A little pretentious, maybe. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see. People. Just, just see. You'll see. Nah, yeah, he's a talent hey. filmmaker. He hey, has a very Atari's... well. He has a very well groomed beard. I saw that. He does. He does. Yeah. I was worth black. So where are we at point wise? Let's go. Where are we at? I already said, motherfucker, you weren't paying attention. So seventy-two points for our. Then... Oh, I'm at the calls. I'm at the calls. Where are we at the calls? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we just started. Here, here we go. Here we go. First one. Are you all done pooping? What the hell? <laughs> what the fuck? Did I just hear? What I, <laughs> I didn't hear it. You have to play it again. Oh, you, you got to listen. Oh, my God. Did that, was oh, that God, really what? Turn the voice on the headphones. Are you all done pooping? 
That one, no, is it? <laughs> that was perfect. No way. Oh, that is hilarious. Oh, okay. That is fucking too good. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. This is the real call. Showered on the Norseman, you know that this Evan boy is going to be given this Ashred Ashletter. But I know you're not. What going is to be he saying? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't understand what the fuck he's doing. He's speaking a different language. He's not even an accent anymore. He's full on another language. Ashletter. Anyway, <laughs> so, did he just say a Yes, exactly. So, what are we going to be giving this? I think uh, Tony is going to be giving this a low bellow, and Fonzo is giving this a waste of time, <gasps> and I think Harley is giving this a low dollar. Hopefully he stayed awake enough uh, to see some mushroom use hey. in this movie. <laughs> and I am completely banking on his absolute racism for this movie. And that's my bet for uh, the Northmen. Okay. Oh, he like, gives us. So he gives us later. He gives us a slater. <laughs> You know those, you know those uh, street entertainers, the one man band. <laughs> he is the one man Evan accent. Do it. Evan who does do it. five different accents in one uh-huh. call. He's yeah, got the tambourine and the bass drum and the harmonica, and he's yeah. dancing and he's bouncing he's, and he's got yeah, the, the symbols on his big, on his knees. Yeah, the kazoo yeah, yeah. in his mouth. And, yeah, the gears his back. Did he, did he, did he, kazoo in each nostril. That's right. He gets a point for the accent. <laughs> That's what I need to know. Yeah, we just need to know. Evan, we need to know. Hey, Garrison, how'd that come out? <laughs> got to know. Oh, man. We did, got, I can't believe he gave it away. It might waste time. Wow. Oh, man. He gave, he gave $2, right? Yeah. I guess he doesn't, he doesn't know that you like revenge flicks. I mean, he I saw it. Not. He saw the movie. He saw the movie. He would be like, oh, wow. Is this movie Alfonso's going to like it? But no. Right. Oh, well. All right, next. So I can't be too mad at him because he fucking gave us a great sounder today. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, look oh at Richard God. East over That's here. Wow. What did she? What she laughing at? <laughs> oh my God! That's the best one ever. Um. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> oh the, your voice. <laughs> my voice. All right, here. She I'll, loves those. Here, listen. This is what I recorded this week. Ready? Beep. That's, that's it. That was it? That's it. <laughs> just, oh, just, my God. I said okay. beep. <laughs> I was like, where the hell is the rest of it? Why is she laughing? No, no, I just said beep. Beep. That's great. That's fucking great. Keep them on their toes, Tony. I love yep, them. exactly. Okay. Uh, ne- Next one I should have Garrison record it. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Just him that's pooping. Just yeah, him pooping. exactly. <laughs> All done, Daddy. All done. <laughs> the beep oh. song can be the bloop. there you go oh you <laughs> fucking got it <laughs> the Northman calling in for the homework 
<laughs> the Northman. I'm sorry, I can't get over that damn message. Um, I'm going to say certified Donaldo, and then the extra credit. Oh, for oh, 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 all right. Okay, 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 okay. quick. All, all right. right. Damn. Four points. Yeah. Oh, the comeback. I've been nice. for years. Seriously. Creeps are up to 32. Nice job. All right. Last Damn. one, because it looks like Art wasn't able to get a call in. Uh-oh. <laughs> what about Reed? Hey, there, hey there's Reed. Yeah. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> Beep. Hey, there, boys. Reed here. <laughs> um, okay, everyone, including D-Foot, are doing well. Even I know Art's uh, vacation didn't go well, but I'd love to hear about it all next week. Uh, obviously, he's got to win first, but that's only a mere formality. Isn't that right, Art? Stand for life. The Northman. Um, I don't think Harley's going to like this for some reason. He's going to give it a waste of time. Oof. I think oh. Tony will give it a waste of time. Oh, shit. Fonzo will give it Whoa. a dollar. Did he say Fonzo will give it a dollar? Was this a pain train? Is it? Tony will give it a waste of time. I think Fonzo will give it a dollar. Whew. Oh, I haven't seen it. Man. That was close. Did he start that train up? Yep. Did he say gambling? No, I oh. think he said, I haven't seen it. Oh, oh I haven't seen it. And... Then on to yeah. the cross. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. So no call from Denal either? Uh, nope. Oh, no. Mm. Art's got an excuse. What's Denaldo's excuse? Got a bad foot. Foot in his... You know Dude, I, I saw that. His foot's fucked up. Right? The nurse told me to lay and walk it off. You're good. That was swollen. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, that was the, that was the, the manager's nurse told him to oh, walk man. it off. Oh, oh yeah, shit. Yeah. The one who didn't yeah, want yeah. it. Angie, yeah. between Angie so and Art and, a near <laughs> and Evan, miss. they, they convinced him to go get an x-ray and yeah, he had a broken bone, like a br- yeah. piece broke off or something like that. There's some fucked up, There's... like I remember when I worked at the water bottling plant, they had a big, you know, it was an industrial environment, you know, people yeah. driving forklifts around, machines, heavy, you know, it's mm-hmm. dangerous. One of the co-workers had, was missing fingers from a previous accident at a water bottling plant years ago, like... It's just relatively dangerous if you if you you know can't sleep on it. So they had a big sign that said, "How many days since it's been since an accident?" Sure. Right. There was a dude who cut himself so deep he had to have an ambulance come and take him to the hospital and get stitches, but they never reported it as an mm-hmm. incident. And so the next day it was day three hundred and sixty three with no incidences, what? and I'm like. The motherfucker almost lost his hand, and you're yeah. gonna try to pretend like there was no accidents, you yeah. lying bitches! Like, I it's like somebody sucks. said, yeah, it's like somebody said in the comments were like, uh, do they get a bonus or something if they go the whole they go a whole year without an accident or because something? Because it costs the company money. Yeah, plain and simple. Because if he gets hurt well, on the job at work, though, like the job has to pay for workers' comp. They probably yeah. have to pay for the emergency room visit, the X-ray. They have mm-hmm. to pay for all that shit. And if somebody has to pay, then somebody has to be responsible. And it can't be the person who got hurt. It's got to be the person that's supervising them. So ultimately, the head honcho of the the district who gets paid a quarter. But he can't watch all his employees though, too. Like what? You know what I mean? Like what? But it's like like, no, you're responsible 
for keeping up and making sure that people are doing their job safely. And if people but, are getting like, hurt, which one you put that picture on Messenger? What is what is an accident? Accident is <laughs> totally. It's a fucking accident. Like, Absolutely. No, you're 110 percent right. But we live in a day and age where there has to be accountability, and it's yeah. whether it's an accident or not, you're at fault. There's got to be somebody yeah. at fault. So it's bullshit. It's all about money. Uh, nobody wants to get sued. There's no. There's no act of God clause. Like yeah, exactly. You know, like just that's horseshit. My man's been there for 20 years and never exactly. hurt himself. And now exactly. the one time that, comes, like, that some accidents shit happens yeah. and they're going to come down. I'm it's all about money. Just about yeah. money. Some dollar, dollar shit. bills, y'all. Because yeah. here's the truth is a lot of people will get hurt and then they'll and they pretend like they're really hurt. And then they're and really then they'll, yeah. And then they sue oh, for wrong. And then they wait till they get fired and then they sue for wrongful termination. So there are a percentage yeah. of people. But he's been that, in 20 years, man. He ain't trying to do that. No, and it's for legitimate purple and fucking yeah. broken. So. I bet you Donaldo's called in sick like twice in twenty years, right? Right, and yes. once was because he got COVID and they told him to go home, kind right. of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Donaldo has been the best employee they could ask for, um, but no, they don't give a fuck about that. It's bullshit. That's America. I know. Just like they don't give a fuck about you and how how good you are at what you jo- do. It's as like long as you make your county, the company what's, up? what's up? What's that? What did you say? Like number two, ball sending you. Right, right. I don't give a fuck. So, give me a day off. What have you done for me lately? Is exactly. what they're gonna say. Well, I want your number one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Too you know, right, right. Right. Time for some extra credit. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. I'm evil for extra Now, motherfuckers don't double down a Slater with this one, right? I don't, I don't know what to say. But is it a certified Slater? That's the question. But check this out. So you know, I was always saying on the podcast, I was, I was flirting with the, the, the possibility of Fury Road might be able to take this top spot of my movie, my favorite movie of all time. Mm. After rewatching this, no chance. This is, this is my. <laughs> Forever, always will be my number one movie of all time. Just watching it again, just reminding me of everything. You, you need to watch them at the same time. Watch them at the same time? Is that what it is? Yeah, you, you got to put them you side by what? side and see no, which one Tony your eyes would look at. Tony would do it in a heartbeat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to watch all four Mad Max at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would say a percentage of the reason why The Crow is your favorite movie of all time has to do with the fact Brandon Lee, nineteen ninety four, and how old were you when you saw it in nineteen ninety four, nineteen ninety five? You know, there school. is there is some sentimental school. value with this. Yeah. Film. Well that's well yeah, I mean it was like it's just my young adolescence man, it just got me right at the right time and um You were like fifteen years old. The 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 the, the love of revenge probably started right. Oh absolutely right. absolutely you know I wanted to find my own Shelley Webster. I uh, I was the crow for eight years straight in Halloween. I mean, um, I read the comic book. I love the comic book. I love the fucking movie. I love the soundtrack. I love the 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 side characters. I love the characters that even that were got casted to be in it. Michael Barryman to play the Skull Cowboy, and he didn't even get to be on screen unfortunately because of the tragedy that happened. Watching it now, it reminds me of like how much they filmed it in reverse, where we got a lot of Brandon Lee from the very end of the movie. Tell it because if you watch the beginning, you don't really see his face. 
You know, right. you see a couple shots of him. Really shot. So yeah. So and the thing is, at the very end, you you see it says for Brandon and Eliza, my man was engaged. He was about to get married. You know, um, a lot of accidents happened. An electrician, uh, somebody got electrocuted. Um, you know, obviously the tragedy of Brandon Lee. So the movie feels even more um, a tragic. You know, because like obviously in the movie, you know, they, him and his Johnson get killed, and uh, well, now they got married, but they they got killed, and he comes back to Avenger. Um, and in the in the story, the Skull Cowboy is the reason he does come back, but they didn't use it because he had a scene filmed with Michael Berryman, but after this, what happened, it, it, it scrapped it and had to re-edit it. Um, a couple of the people, a lot of them didn't want to come back and make it, you know, but they were like, no, dude, this was good. This was his movie. He worked so hard. We there's a really, there's a wonderful quote by Alex Proyas, mm-hmm. and he's talking, obviously, long in the future where... He's like, every time I hear them trying to breathe, I'll just read it because well, I'm going to fucking butcher it. So you keep talking about it and I'll, I'll read the quote from him. It's it's, it's really, it's okay. really nice. Well, the special effects, Les Anderson, that worked with him, he's got like all these Polaroids of, of taking pictures of him and talking about how like when, when he, you know, when he becomes a crow, he um he has the makeup on like perfectly done, you know, and, and towards the end of the movie, it starts to, you know, like starts to come off a little bit and starts to look different. And um, he, he was like, you know, I, it was hard. I didn't want to come back, you know, but then I thought about it and goes, no, you know, this is like, this is, he worked so hard. This is his movie. You know, we have to, we have to do it for him. We have to finish it. And then, so everyone came back, everyone worked super hard to do it. And the poor uh, actor, Michael Massey, who played Fun Boy, the one that actually shot the the gun with the, you know, the dummy that was lodged in there that actually shot him and, and essentially, you know, killed you know how he died when he was six. He died at sixty-three. But dude, he said he had night terrors. Like he was just like totally sure, just yeah. distraught from it afterwards. I mean, it's just fucking tragic. And I don't remember how old Bruce Lee was died, but um, I don't. I want to say it was the same age. And he was in his thirties. Yeah, he was and, really and young. Made the same amount of movies, I think, as well too, which was creepy. Um, a lot of quotes. Brandon was talking about how I'm gonna die young. He was telling like his friends, and, and he would he was he drove around in a hearse a lot. Like he was just like. He was seventy three. Almost like I mean, about death or thirty seven. It was thirty three. Thirty three. Yeah. So it's just weird that you know um, that they both tragically died. You know, uh, not finishing the movie, which is so crazy to me. But like I said, watching it again now, just re- just just trying to uh, like a like a director uh, perspective, watching different shots because like I, I I know the movie. You know, my heart like I, um, one of the twins came in there and was watching. He's like, "Why are you watching this?" Like, I'm like, "I just watch every movie all the time," and like I can quote it. Like I quote the hell out of it, and they're like, "What? Let's see." And sure enough, I was quoting them like crazy, and they're just looking at me like, "You know, like what? Like watch." I say, "Don't say this." I even got the like the mannerism. Halloween ain't till manana. You know, <laughs> I'll write it up as blood, but you probably call it as graffiti. I mean, Albert, Albert Ernie Hudson's great. The little part Tony Todd is great, uh, great in it. Michael Wincott, his fucking voice, his character it's is really awesome. well made with an amazing background. Not background. Uh, dude, we have, mini- we have miniatures, man. We have really like, strong supporting cast. Dude, the, 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 the warehouse scene is the same fucking warehouse scene from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, how cool mm. is that? I mean, it's just the. And you can see the miniature work. Yeah, the miniature work is awesome. Yeah. Dude, I was looking up. Uh, prop store auctions and they have some of the buildings for like sixteen eight hundred eighteen hundred dollars because I'm like imagine me owing a piece from this fucking movie mm-hmm. are you kidding me like that would be incredible I was like wow anything like the one thing I would like is like um I was at that um museum icons of darkness and they had his fucking trench coat and his pants and his shirt 
Mm. Then I went on YouTube and somebody else has a fucking pair too. And I'm like, holy shit, that would be amazing. Um, one of the things I learned too uh, recently was um, that a special effects guy made a, a, a mask of, with the makeup and everything. So they put it on the stunt double. So they, they everyone would freak out and see this the stunt man, you know, because he had the same body shape and everything. And they're like, holy shit, looks just like him. Imagine like that, dude. You know what I mean? Like you just whole, went through the whole tragic of, uh, event, randomly died, and then you have you're making the movie again, and he, it feels like he's standing there again. And I believe Chad, uh, what is it, Stahelski, the director of like the first John Wick, was the stunt double. I mean, just trip out on that. Um, uh, just little funny, little weird things like that. Um, um, I can go on and on and on again, but I'm curious to hear what you guys think. But yeah, it, it's it's so Donaldo, you always question if you're listening. You you know you you always would ask me for whatever when we're driving along drives you're always asking so is the cornerstone one he would always ask me like if I ever get bumped because I guess his have been bumped a lot but to me I've always just kind of been and always like like dude from Graham Ravel's score to the actual soundtrack to um, you know my throat cult cult I gotta say the, the soundtrack gets me get, every, like that's what gets me through the movie like yeah because uh, I, I listen to the soundtrack on repeat for some reason I don't remember why I just know I did. Yeah, I went through a weird, weird alternative phase, and I had the the soundtrack too. Interesting, nice, nice. Yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. So there's Which is a funny because lot- that's the thing too. The music cues in this movie work so fucking well. You know, there's some movies where they just throw in a song here and there, like this has to be in the soundtrack, and it's just like this just doesn't fit the scene. You're like, oh my god, why are they playing this fucking thing? Do this the cure the burn. When he's put on his make that works so fucking mm-hmm. good, and he's running on, and he's running on through the roofs. It's fucking works so well. And then my th- my life with the Thrill Kill Cult when he goes into the, when he's about to fuck them all up, you know, mm-hmm. and that band's playing. Oh, dude, that shit works so fucking well. Just when the, when uh, the music stop, when the guy finally falls down and the band stops playing, and he's on top of the table, and that strobe lights, the lights flickering, and it's like a strobe light, and he's just walking, and that score just, oh my god, I fucking love that scene. The, the score with the scenes with him and um, Sarah when he's when he's talking to her, I legitimately would like get tear up when I hear that score. Man, it 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 affects me in a in a in a in a like like more than nostalgia. Like it takes me back to that time as a kid. I mean, it was like I I I, I had the VHS cassette box cover. I wrapped it in electrical tape like he did in in the movie. In the movie, they don't really explain it, but in the comic, he would cut himself, you know, because he would heal himself, and he's like, wait, I can't die. And he would literally cut his wrist with like a razor blade, and they would keep coming back. So in order to hide them, he covered them with the electrical tape, and that's why you see the tape. You know what I noticed? I've seen this movie a bunch of times. Yeah. And one of the scenes that I noticed that I didn't, I never noticed before, which is a hyper stylized, not hyper stylized, and we're overusing it tonight. Uh, when he jumps, he does the swan dive at the beginning, mm-hmm. and he laughs. I never put two and two together. He's laughing because he's he. That's when he realizes, oh, I can't die. That I means I can exact my revenge and not worry about. No, he hurt. knew that before that. Remember when he cut his hands on the glass and it healed? When he does that flip, like like outside, like the the, the does circle. he do the swan dive after he does that? After no? I was after, yeah. Oh. You see him cut his hands before, remember? Right. Still, okay. it could yeah. still it could still be a continuation of the same thought. Right. Exactly. He, of course. He, yeah. Exactly. He laughs maniacally when mm-hmm. he does that swan dive and just backflops on the fucking ground. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's fine. right before he decides to kill what's his name, the guy with the knives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Some and I, I noticed that I was like, oh shit, he, major he, organs in alphabetical order. Yeah. He knows he can't die. 
Yeah. It's, it's when he realizes he's a superhero. Mm-hmm. And the crows lean the way, like, uh, like Amleth, you know, they right. said when they, uh, well, I don't want to spoil that one, but yeah. It was, <laughs> like, it was, it was so cool to see that. I wanted to John Polino as Gideon. Oh, so great. Shut on me. Shut on me. Everybody's so good. Yeah. Everybody. The mom, the the kid, it can't rain all the time. I mean, um, when he's got all the knives, hey, you like the coat? Dude, you forget the humor, too, between him and There is a little dry humor. He's like, you told me to freeze. He's like, I thought the cops always said freeze. He's like, why am the police? He won't move and you, you know, he's like, like, uh, hey, you ain't going to walk through. What is he when he's like, you're a ghost, right? And he just goes, boo. I mean, little shit like that, dude. It's a, it showed that I think it showed the charisma. And I was just going to say, I was just going to say that, that the that fucking Brandon star has. he was going to be yeah. after this. Is well, okay, so that's he never got to see like how fucking crazy I am about this movie, like I, I, or how a lot of people are affected by this, like how it, it's like it, like they're still making action figures of this thing for crying out loud. Right. Um, uh, the, the soundtrack is probably still in the top soundtracks of all time. I mean. Dude, I listened to that Pantera song, and it immediately reminds me of Tony. Like, for whatever one time, one time, he told me he loved that song. For whatever <laughs> reason, I remembered it to this day. Why? I have no idea. Maybe because it's the Crow, and and Tony doesn't like heavy metal, but for some reason, he likes the fucking Pantera song, and it's a right because I liked that song before song. I liked metal. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, I like saying. that song, but I never liked any other metal. That's it wasn't until like like ten years later. Yeah, yes. I didn't like metal till like ten years after that. So I was like, yeah, that's yeah, that. That was unique was. at the time. It was very unique. Definitely, that's why I was like, what the fuck, this guy like this <laughs> Pantera? And like I said, it stuck me to this day. So yeah, so to me, yeah, for Tony, for then all of listening forever, for always, always will be my number one. I'm just telling you right now. It's like, like I said, and in two weeks, one meet Ernie Hudson, Officer Outbreak. I cannot fucking wait, man. And like I told you, Sarah Rochelle Davis is doing the the um the um, convention scene so unfortunately she's in arizona that same weekend so i'm like fuck i'm like damn it mm. so road trip no <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so i got the i got the guy david scow who wrote the screenplay i met him multiple times he's he's done comic books with uh, john carpenter so i had him sign my poster super cool i love the way he signs too in fact he played he was one of the henchmen the one with the ponytail with the uzi that got dragged underneath the table so if you oh. watch that scene. And James O'Barr is the guy that steals the TV in the beginning. You know? So, and do onions really make you fart big time when you're eating a hot dog? Oh, yeah. Onions <laughs> are totally gas bags, for sure. Okay. Man, so, so yeah, this hot- is interesting. Yeah. Uh, I just looked this up. So I, I wanted to share with you the quote that, that um, well, yeah, Alex yeah. Price said. So Alex Price said in November 2019 in an interview on a podcast about the reboot. I personally try to squash it every time I hear of one. Not that I believe I've been able to. I think extenuating circumstances has stopped it being made because if Hollywood wants to make something that they don't listen to schmucks like me who bring noble and moralistic issues. My point is that Brandon Lee made that movie what it is. He made that movie. He made that character. That character was not taken from a comic book. That was Brandon. And Brandon Lee died making that movie. He paid the worst price anyone could ever make a movie, and it's his legacy. The guy would have been a huge star after that movie. He wasn't able to ever do that. That's his final testimony to his talent, and that's why I finished the movie. I finished it for Brandon. After being devastated about what happened, we shut down the production and went back to Australia. Months later, I went back and watched the movie, and his family, all the other actors, everyone involved, said, quote, 
you've got to finish this movie because Brandon is so great at it. And he was. I was able to watch it and see how great he was. And I thought then the movie deserves to be completed because it's a huge, it's his legacy. So that's what the movie is. It's not just a movie that can be remade. It's one man's legacy. And it should be treated with that me. level of respect. Nice. Yeah. Cause they, they talked to his mom and, and, and Eliza and fiance. Yeah. And the thing is too, yeah, you know, they did make a bunch of sequels, you know, they did. And, and a TV the, show and the remake has been announced. How many Alex, times now? With How many Alexander Skarsgård, younger brother, Bill Skarsgård, the guy who played yeah. it. They had I didn't realize, Jason Momoa. but it's I mean, a giant yeah. family of Skarsgård. Yeah, dude. The father was still. Pennywise. And you Pennywise I had no idea. I had no idea. I had no idea. You didn't? Yeah. And you look at how many t- movies it's affected, right? You see you see him running through the roofs. The, uh, remind you of Trinity running through the roofs in the Matrix. Great you point. see his look. Does the, the, the Heath Ledger in Dark Knight doesn't look like him? Yep. I mean, Good there's point. even a part where there, there's a flaming Batman logo on the building that's like, you know, almost you can say it's heavily influenced by this. Sure. Movie, you know what I mean? Like. But you're right. That's the thing that I want to take. I want to say to you, the kid. So he was so charismatic. He's so fucking good in this. Like, imagine like just his delivery. You know, where he's like, where he's haunting. Where he's like, suddenly I heard a tapping, as if someone gently rapping when he's scaring him. Or when he's like, take your shot, fun boy. You got me dead bang. You know, he's reading that joke, right? Or when he's swinging upside down, Mr. Gideon, you're not paying attention. Just box him on the head. I mean, you know, um, just he's just yeah. He was just really and. It, because I think they wanted like Johnny Depp and some other people. So the fact that he got it and, and he fucking just, just he destroyed the role and he did. You can see that there's a physical presence to the to the role mm-hmm. that I don't think somebody like Johnny Depp would have been able to do. Yeah, because um, the fighting scenes, is, I believe he added to it. Yeah, for sure. This is, this is not an action movie, but you can see that you have an action star mm-hmm. in Brandon Lee. Um, yeah. But again, to have that action star with this charisma and the talent you could see this um he it was maybe it was because he came from a um a, a, not celebrity but well, if you watch his interviews he's very eloquent he's he's very charismatic just in like right. been watching a lot of youtube interviews lately after after watching the movie mm. and everyone in the comments just said the same thing like dude this guy's so charismatic there's just something about him he could have right. been a fucking huge star and it's just like loss. so tragic yeah, exactly right. seriously so yeah, I mean, so and then the the there's this cool um, docu series on on Shutter called Cursed, and they talked about it. And I had there's there were scenes that I had never seen and pictures I never seen. The the special effects guy had like all these portfolios and all these like um, Polaroids of him, you know. And it was so like whoa, it's like dude, I would love to see it. He had all these magazines and, and articles from like uh, from Troubles in the Set, you know, or talking about the Crow. I mean, it was just. I would love to talk to that guy and just like pick his brain and just like, you know, get more. But I'm sure it's super hard for everyone involved to talk about it, you know. Maybe not, maybe not so much now, but back then, probably a lot, you know. But, um, it just kicked me over the head. Like, I could have, um, Bai Ling was at Comic Con, you know, the girl, the, the, um, I think we wrecked, you know, the broker. And, uh, um, so I, I came myself for not getting signatures, before, you know, a lot beforehand, you know. So I want to get, I want to start working on my poster, you know, whatever I, whoever I can get now, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. like David Patrick Kelly, you know, from Commando, I'm um, from Warriors, you know, fucking <sighs> solid. You know, yeah, I mean, I gotta get him right. In fact, that if I only get Ernie Hudson like now and I and nobody else, I'll I'll be excited. That would be that, that would be, oh, you know what I mean? I, I gotta ask, yeah. have you done any research on because this is the fucking trip when I saw this movie, and again, I've seen it a bunch of times, yeah. I never noticed the main character 
is the girl. She has more dialogue than anybody else. She is on screen a lot. Is he? She's not obviously on screen as much as as Brandon Lee is, but second to him, she is on the screen a lot. She is constantly mm-hmm. interacting with people. Her mother. Um, the, I would like. It's probably because of what what they had to. And and I would call her well, more of a narrator. Than, Good point. She than, is a narrator. Yeah. Than she the, disappeared. As she an didn't actress? do anything after as this an movie. actress. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. act- she, no, she, she couldn't. A, she probably had a super hard time. It's possible. She yeah. didn't do anything until 2019, some yeah. fucking horror movie, and then she did another movie like ten years or uh, seven years after that, yeah. and then she did it's something in hard. 2020. Very, very little. She disappeared for 20 years after this. Yeah. Did you watch it with the family earlier? No, I didn't get a chance. Well, I watched it with Chris, but I didn't watch it with Mazzy. I really wanted to watch it with Mazzy, yeah. um, but she was at camp, so ah. and we had to watch the movies before I left for gotcha. my track day. So, gotcha. um, no, okay. I watched it with Chris, and Chris has fond memories of it. Oh, okay. She enjoyed it. Gotcha. I'm trying to watch them all today. I think I watched them all today. Yeah. Oh wow! And, and I ended up watching them by myself. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so what it be, Tony? Would it be? <laughs> would it be, my you're, man? Would it look like? Uh, you're asking what I think about it. Yes, I think that's what you think. It's, 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 it's a solid dollar. Yeah, I I get I get it's it's a fun movie to watch on its own. The dark I like dark darker movies. They're they're more fun. Um, and then there's the nostalgia hits for the with the soundtrack that I mentioned before. You already talked about the movie. <laughs> like I can't add much more to it. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's it's fun. So I guess a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. So I really wanted to rewatch it and be honest and be like, hey, if it's only a dollar, it only gets a dollar. If it's a Slater, I know it's not a waste of time, but I I, I have to be honest to to the to the listeners. Uh, oh no, this movie's a Slater for sure. It's um, that was a fucking movie. I would say. If you look at Proyas's, um films, this mm-hmm. is his first film, mm-hmm. and it's it, while it's it's a smaller film in scale relative to some of his later films. We got one he minute. Al- he also. What do you mean? I have a minute. It's the call's about to end. <laughs> oh no! Whoops! Oh, shit. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, oh no, it's all right. So, um, it's a smaller film. It's more intimate. But it works for a replayability standpoint. So I think it probably has the highest replayability out of all the Proyas films. Um, I'm sure he's very proud of it, as he should be. And no, this is, I'd happily watch this movie over and over again and recommend it to anybody, um, especially if you're fond of the 90s Felix. It is a pretty straightforward movie. And um, that's brilliant. Cool. And Fonzo gives it a Slater. That was a fucking movie. Dude. How can we not talk? We cannot talk enough about Michael Wincott. Dude, we we use a sounder. <laughs> he's so good in this. I love the line at the end when he's like, "If it's any constellation, you put, yeah, a, smile put a smile on." Fuck. Because what happens is we we get the cliche, we get the we get the traditional like we we come to find out he's a sociopath and he's a cokehead, which is all good. But he's he, he, <laughs> all good. Sociopath and a joy guy. He's all good. He's, okay. That's all good. No, my my I like, like him already. 
we, we, exactly. We, we realize very quickly, like, oh, okay, this is the villain. But we don't get a ton of backstory, right? We don't get a ton of... We just get a performance, right? We just get this really creepy performance. And then when he... We're going to spoil this. When he kills the um, the idiot uh, um, pawn, pawn guy, because he's an oh, asshole. Idiot. And he, he's just has... Yeah, he's got no... You fucking die already? After right, right. That like, fucking thing. He shoots fuck, him. Yeah, he's so brutal. He's so brutal. Obviously, we've seen this before. You know, the killer henchman, shit like that, right? He's got no no respect for life. He's willing to get his own hands bloody. But at the end, he's given a little more dialogue, and it's he his character almost I wouldn't say has an arc, but you really get more from him at the end. And so, while his death is a little, I would say, anticlimactic. The 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 story of him seeing well, well, the horror, that, yeah, him seeing the horror, and it it paralyzing him, and he falls to his death. I thought was really well written. Mm-hmm. Um, for, again, from like a visual standpoint, it was, I think it was a little anticlimactic, but his character was the perfect um, antithesis to. To uh, Brandon Lee's character. Remember when he's in church and he's got the sword and he's ready? For, you know, he, Dude. he has a, a quick impression uh, for you. That was call, something call, that. Bang, that, fuck, I'm dead. Just, right. Just, oh um, that bugged me about the movie, actually. Yeah, um, about him? Yeah, because he wasn't like. He, he, he told him, like, I just want that guy. He's He wanted revenge to the guys he wanted revenge. And he's like, all right, well, I guess I got to kill everybody. So he wasn't the antith, like he wasn't the art nemesis. He's from the, the one beginning. that set the hit, though. Top Dollar was the one that set the hit. Right, but he didn't know that. Like he 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 came in and was like, oh, that's my revenge is these guys, and I'm going to kill these guys. You stay out of it. And they're like, well, I'm not going to let you. It's like, okay, fine, I'm going to kill all of you. And like, uh, it it just, I don't know. Like they could have, mm-hmm. it, it it didn't a line like yeah he's the the joker to the batman type thing and he's like no that's just some other motherfucker yeah he was he was at the top eventually he finds out that oh you're the one ultimately responsible okay now it makes sense but like maybe they could have written that a little better earlier for me you do you do get a sense of he's just he kind of developed he turns into a vigilante yeah yeah just a vigilante right 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 as opposed Mm -hmm. to he starts off it's all good but yeah i got no complaints like if he was doing cokes and then became a vigilante, I was okay with that too. Sure. Yeah, I was gonna say he said yeah. Well, he said it too. He's like yeah. He's like uh, he's like you're all gonna die. I mean, he's like or he say you you uh, you died a year ago the moment you touched her. You know. Right, but um, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that's yeah. What, that's where I was like, oh, it was, it was only those those four or five, four or five guys. Mm-hmm. I wanted to where he said um uh, he's like dad gave me this on my fifth birthday when he's looking at the crystal ball. He said childhood's over the moment you know you're gonna die. Ugh. I mean, it's such a, a good line. line that he said. Such you know. a good line. But his delivery too is like he's like, well, let's give it all for our friend Tiber when we join us this evening on account of a slight case of death. <laughs> I mean, just shit like that was so right. brutal, you know. Oh man, he's like, I have something to give you. I don't want any more. Thirty hours of pain all at once, all for you. Yeah. So Albert gave that to him, and that's so. But you're saying that his, his death was anticlimactic. He hit that shit before, so while he's just, falling, you know. Right, right. No, he he gets he's paralyzed in in mm-hmm. terror when he I shouldn't say terror isn't the right word, but mm-hmm. but um yeah. yeah. No, I I, th- I think the movie is brilliant. I think it holds it gets it holds up really really well. 
I think it's a combination of a lot of different things. Right. Um, I think you get a really talented filmmaker with a really uh, visual. Think about it too, the guy that wrote the book wrote this because his wife got killed in a drunk um, car accident. Hmm. She her she was killed by a, a drunk driver. So in order to film the cope, he 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 wrote this book. So a lot of times he's he's quoting the Cure, Joy Division, and that's why you have them. You know, Nine Inch Nails covers Joy Division song. Cure wrote a complete new song for the movie, with the, which which burn, which is awesome. I think they've only played ever played live once, which Whoa. is super cool. That's um, cool. yeah, um, and uh, yeah. So when you read the book, it's way more tragic too. I remember in the book, um, their car breaks down, and then T Bird's car rolls up, and then uh, they fucking kill him right then and there. And if in um, which is funny, they have a lot of the look from the from the book in in the in the in the movie but they don't really explain it like the like the electrical tape and the, you know um the rope around them and it's 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 kind of cool like if you're a fan of the of the book you you see those you know but um but in in the movie it's just uh, it looks it just looks really cool right i mean the, if you i mean if you remember way back when in the night wcw's wrestler sting copied this look he started wearing oh that's right I remember hair that. long yeah. And trench coat. yeah Totally like way back so, in the day, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking like the nineties, like yeah, mid to late nineties, probably. Yeah, and you know what? I'm off. I, I the second one, it doesn't really bother me. At first, it did when I was younger. I was like, "Fuck this! Why the fuck would they ever spell blah 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 blah?" You know, they got the same like DP. Um, they got Iggy Pop to, to be in it because originally they wanted Iggy Pop to play Fun Boy because that's kind of who he was based off of. So there's little things like that that I that I like. Um, I mean, Deftones is in, is in the movie. Um, it takes place in LA. It's just a weirder movie, you know, but it's almost like following the same, it's like paint by numbers, following the same one, the first one. So it's not like, uh, but they do. And the, in the fourth one, Edward Furlong plays like the, the crow oh character. God, dude. really? Kristen Dunst in the third Was one. Was that yeah, City dude. of Angels? City of Angels is the second one. And then there's the third one is, uh, I think Stairway to Heaven, Stairway to something, Heaven is part four with Edward Furlong. And then the third one, um, is it? I forget what his name is. I don't think I ever saw any. And Mark, Marcus Coscos plays him in his TV shows. Um, um, they made a TV show, and he was he he because he kind of looked like him, and he did, he did like a I think it was maybe only one season. <laughs> so is he not? Is is Eric Draven not in the sequel? Yeah. So that's the thing. Sarah is that Sarah's character is, um, but it's Eric not the not, actress. It's a different no. actress. Yeah. Mia Kirshner. Mia Kirshner, yeah. I don't recognize her. Yeah. Yeah, it was, oh, The Crow Wicked Prayer. Uh, Edward Furlong plays Jimmy Cuervo. That's his name. Weird. Yeah. Tara Reed's in it. Tito oh, Ortiz. David Barans. Danny Trejo. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Who's um, who of B-listers? He said, on his way to becoming an immortal demon, a gang leader orchestrates the murder of an ex-con and his girlfriend. Well. It says James O'Barr, comic book series. Oh, maybe just a comic book series. It's just the name of it. But yeah, everyone's played a different character. Though. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, he, um, yeah, he plays Jimmy Cuervo. And then the next ones, other people played. Uh, but it looks like this actress, actor Vincent Perez is playing the look. Well, I mean, they, yeah, I mean, they still, I mean, they all do. If you look at all the sequels. Well, because Sarah paints him kind of like him. 
There's a scene where she's painting his face. The spirit of the and crow she, resurrects another man seeking revenge for yeah. the murder. Oh, so it's just another revenge flick. Yeah, yeah. His son gets murdered. And he's with a 4.6 on yeah. IMDb. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, like... He's History was like, not kind to the sequels of a yeah. Brandon Lee's last film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, he's trying to keep her alive. And if he saves Sarah and that, that stay on his mission, he could be damned on Earth and not be able to go back to the afterlife with his son. So he's kind of like... Uh, He's kind of torn in that, in that we're like that. So yeah, I, uh, it's Fuck a weird Hollywood. movie, but I know, sick. I know. So, but yeah, let's see what the call is. That's what they said. Let's do it. All right. Let's see. I guess Evan's going to be first. The fucking crew. Harley, give me <laughs> another. Whoa. Is this Evan or Art? Well, Art didn't call uh, in for okay. So like a, okay, uh, yeah, thank it you. does feel a little bit arty. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit arty. A little bit arty. Fonzo giving this a slater. Is he a wrestling? Uh, uh, I don't know what he's doing. Or a Cookie Monster. It. Yeah, <laughs> and the Cookie Monster. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> See, an MCP giving this a low dollar. <laughs> I cut off the last uh, bit. What did you say? He's oh. a bad boys for life. He just, he just, oh. just <laughs> character at the very end. Amazing. Yep. Amazing. That he was never amazing. The prizes, dude. That's oh. amazing. That had to have been heaven, right? Yes, that yeah. was heaven. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he gets another hard. accent point, and he gets Tony's dollar, but not our Slater's. Wait, did he get Fonzo Slater? Yeah, Fonzo Slater. So yeah. he got three points. Okay. So yeah. Made twenty-three points. Because said Harley's a dollar, right? Yeah, he didn't get my Slater. No, he gave it a dollar. Yeah, that was the first dollar. <laughs> I think I, I got confused. Yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. You're so enamored by his voice, you're just like, what? And I, I applaud Evan for sticking through the accents. Everybody Seriously. Else is, everybody else got tapped out. Yeah, Evan's... I feel like i got to start giving two points for accents. Maybe I'm going to do that next championship. got to change it up. There you go. Ooh. Do like a like a... If you do three in a row, you get an extra point every week. You know, then if you do five in a row, you're getting to two points. You know, you can, if you so, I'll say it right that's now. That requires hardly to do math. <laughs> that's a lot of right, right, right. Yeah, it's a lot that, of tracking. That's yeah, yeah. Be too hard. For we you. just said right now. We're confusing. I'll say this I, without a doubt. Uh, until for unless I change the rules next week, which I might. Um, if you call in with an accent, even close to the film that we're one of the homework or extra credit, right? If, if there's an Irish person and you do an Irish accent, we've, we've seen this before. Evans do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all have, um, you get an extra point. I'm going to give you an extra point. If your accent is, you know, re- relevant like to it. one of the like movies it. we're reviewing. I like it. Cool. I'm sure art is just going to go. 
you motherfuckers, you wouldn't let me call in. I'm in Mexico, and now you're giving extra points to that other honky. Fuck you. <laughs> you're like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yes. Correct. That yes. is correct. <laughs> the Crow. Fondo, of course, this is later. The only movie I remember watching over and over and over and seeing that damn poster in his room since the beginning of time. Um, <laughs> And then well, how is he doing in your room, son? I don't know. What? The, I don't even, what? I yeah. Still, I still that <laughs> Scratch. She was, was washing my dishes, Charlie. Hey. I, I think that was my dishes she was washing. <laughs> I didn't even know it because I didn't have any dishes. <laughs> like three of them. Give it a high dollar and Harley a dollar. Okay. Talk to you next week. Love you. Bye. Bad boys for life. I'm 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 sad that they didn't they didn't know I was going to give this movie a slater. I love the crow. I almost wanted to give it a dollar in the sense of like, oh, it's too predictable. It's a slater. Is it really that good? Oh yeah, it is. It holds up. (laughs) Like it really is. It's just. I know. For what its intended purpose is, it for my just watching it, it's a perfect film. It's you yeah. pointed out. We 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 dabbled on stuff, but yeah, just every scene. There's something fun to watch. Like my whole life, why rewatch it over and over again? Like not, you know, after that adolescent stage, you know, like in twenties and 30s, 40s, like it's still like like I still I mean, enjoy it. We talked know? about we talked about the tragedy, and and you can't cover the crow without talking about the tragedy. Mm-hmm. But if Brandon Lee went on to become an action star, this movie would still be a Slater. Yeah, plain and simple. Whatever, so. whatever he's done after that, you know, like dude, uh, dude he's totally gr- he's great in Rapid Fire. He's great in um, um, Showdown Little Tokyo. You know, um, yeah, he's just he's just charismatic as fuck. Dude, he he was destined to be a star, man. It was in his blood. Um, I know. Family. Yeah. Okay. Holly. Uh, I think back in the day, he probably wore some eyeliner and a long trench coat. So <laughs> he'll give this a dollar. Oh, um, Tony used to enjoy this film, but going back and looking at it now, he probably will give it a waste of time. Oh. And Fonzo will give it a dollar. What? Oh. Yeah. Um, what? Choo choo! the hell is yeah. happening right now? Um, this is the easiest points you could ever got, ever. Nobody even doubled down or nothing. Nothing, dude. Wow. I hope everybody <laughs> takes care of themselves. Nope. Bad boys blood. Thank you, Reed. Thanks, Reed. You know what it was? Is he got all of our ratings plus one. He gave, you. He thought you gave it a dollar. You gave it a Slater. He thought I gave it away. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> he stopped classic Tony, classic Harley he said Tony gave it a waste of time but gave it a dollar you're saying he's off by one yeah, yeah. Not by one. but he's off by more than one it's way more entertaining for him trying to explain it to him yes, yes, I'm, yes. I'm so broken I'm just broken. <laughs> maybe, maybe next week I'll. Yeah, maybe be on time next time. You might, have, you know, oh, might be a little better. It wouldn't have been better. I assure you. Oh.
My performance would not. I think you're doing great, by the way. Thank you. Fantastic. By embarrassing myself. Yeah. What do we got next week? All right. uh, Let's do Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. There you go. Homework. Harley, you got extra credit. I do. So, excuse me. Uh Oh. So we're gonna we're gonna stick with a theme here. Uh, with a little Alex Proyas. So why not? Oh shit! I know where this is going. So ah, but which one? He doesn't have a huge discography. Which one am I gonna go back to? I'll give you a hint. It's one of the movies I've only seen once. Well, I was going to say Dark City, but I think you've seen it more. I've seen Dark City a bunch of times. That's what I thought, yeah. I had it on DVD. Okay. Long, long time ago. What else is um... Knowing. We talked about it last week. Mm -hmm. iRobot. I've seen iRobot a bunch of times. Oh. Uh, Gods of Egypt? I've, I think I saw that once, but I think it was one of those movies where you can see that Hollywood touched. So I'm going to go 2009. Alex Proyas directs none other than Nicolas Cage and Rose Byrne. Oh, I said no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking, I was going to say. Oh, I, didn't, I, didn't, said that. I, I, didn't, I didn't say I would stop you when you got it right. Oh. oh. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and a young Ben Mendelsohn is in this movie. So, Ooh. yeah, 2009, knowing. All right. Currently on Amazon Prime. You can stream right there if you got Prime. There you go. Okie dokie. And I assume Doctor Strange is on Disney's Plus. Super. You, you got that right. Young Rose Byrne, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's probably pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's pretty hot now. So. That's a safe bet, Harley. You want, you want to bet on it? It was 30 years old. There you go. Nice. All right. Well, how was y'all's weekend then? Because I think it was just like he was still enjoying his. Oof. You want I me to go first, first or you want me I'll to go, go last? I'll, I'll go. Well, I don't know how long you're going to be. I'll try to keep it short, but you know how it goes. Oh, boy. I'll keep mine short because mine was super chill. Um, just, just, we just actually, like, since we were so busy last weekend, we just stayed home. We just chill this weekend. Damn! <laughs> you yeah, were kidding. I'm, I'm chill. I'm telling you, man, we just chilled. <laughs> yeah. Went to the went to the pool. Yeah, it's been really hot. So yeah. Oh, is it getting hot down there? Mm-hmm. It's been hot up here. We went to a, a CrossFit competition just as spectators on Saturday, uh, and then afterwards we hung out with some friends that we hadn't seen in a while from the our old CrossFit gym. Um, mm. And and went to lunch at the uh, the Italian place that's on San Marcos Lake. Uh, fuck, what's the name of it? Uh, but it was cool. It was like like you, there, there, there's a Italian restaurant up top, and then they have a bar on the lower deck that's like right on the water. Um, oh, nice! It's really chill. It's really cool. It was nice because like it's underneath the the bar, so it's it's completely covered, and the breeze that's coming from the the water is 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 cool, even though. Right outside, it's hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. It was nice and cold underneath there. I was like, "Wow, this is really enjoyable." Um, nice. So, the food was good too. Uh, food was good. Yeah, we just had uh, pizza. Let's see, Amalfi, Amalfi Marina Bar is what it was called. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm sure I've driven by it many times. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the food was good. Drinks were good. Um, yeah, we we're having a grand old time. Um, 
So and then, and then after that, we just just came home and I don't know. I, oh, I, I worked. I did a lot of work this weekend. So yeah, okay. that's it. Yeah, Sunday was all work and 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 uh, I did I did a workout. Makes Tony a dull boy. <laughs> and then forced to play. Uh, at least watch their homeworks. Okay. Yeah, back to back watching those movies together is that's tough. Yeah, and you totally see the fucking ravens find the crows. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. Oh yeah, that was cool. I that was, yeah, I immediately. So well, I watched the Northmen a couple, like earlier in the week. Oh okay. And I was like, dude, I know the crow, and I'm fucking watching the crow in a couple days. I think I watched the crow <laughs> the following day. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, this is the fucking crow. This is awesome. So. <laughs> yeah. And see, we just totally looks at him. He's staring at him. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. He was the raven, the raven king, was he? Raven god, raven king, was he? Something like that. Yeah. Raven king, yeah. What about you, Harley? Yeah. So uh, I, I, I don't remember if you guys remember, but I last podcast I was like, I'm on vacation. Yep. Oh, and so I think the last we recorded on Tuesday night because me and Chris had gone camping. Right. And so we had just got back from camping, and that was cool. And so. When we got back from camping, I had a mad dash because I was going to go down to Willows, which is a, a small community off the I-5, about halfway between here and Sacramento. And um, there's a racetrack I've done track days at. So you take your motorcycle and you go down to a racetrack and you're allowed to bomb around the racetrack with a bunch of other assholes who like to race around a racetrack. So... Um, I I really enjoy riding my street bike. There's some wonderful rides and roads around here. I live up in the mountains, lots of twisties. Uh, but the problem is, in order to go fast enough, you really can't in on public roads. Right. You know, mod, any kind of modern motorcycle has a lot of horsepower, a lot of braking can handle. But the roads are dirty, and there's idiots and traffic and dirt and gravel and we get a lot of cinder up here because of the snow in the winter time and the cinder doesn't go away until late late in the summer and so you can't really enjoy um unless you're unless you're really willing to ride really really dangerous um without taking your motorcycle to a racetrack and um and now that i'm fortunate enough where i can afford to to go down to racetrack and this is i haven't done one in several years since before covid and i if you guys remember i've done a two or three of them before and this time i was fortunate enough where my buddy schwa uh, i've mentioned him a couple times uh he has a toy hauler so it's like an rv and the rv is kind of like a garage where you could park a car or a couple motorcycles in there and then when you take that shit out you lower beds down from the ceiling so it has two queen size beds. So it's it, they're they're fucking great for shit like this. So we went down there. I got the bike ready. I had to like get it ready for the track day. You got to take the mirrors off and you got to tape up the lights. And you know I had to do some maintenance. I had to take the forks off and, and redo the front suspension and shit like that. And so I did that on Thursday. And typically track day is one day, um, but this time because we had the trailer and. So we went down Friday night, um, the night before. So we woke up because it starts early. They start it right at like 830 in the morning. And there's a couple different classes. There's an A class, a B class, a C group. I'm slow. And because especially between, because between me being really 
um, like I'm a really cautious rider, so I don't, I'm not trying to push it. Um, and I have an older bike that doesn't have nearly the performance that some of the newer bikes do. And so I ride the real slow C class and, but I got to ride all day yesterday. Um, we, I, I for hours, we ride for 20 minutes at a time. And then the next class rides for 20 minutes. And then you do that round robin, uh, I think six times in the whole day. It was hot. It was really, really hot. It was a hundred degrees. You know, you're bombing around on a racetrack, but all you do is you just, you know, fill your leathers up with water and then that just slowly evaporates throughout the day. Um, man, there's, there's no place like fucking racetrack. I, it, it's my happy place. I mean, uh, I just love it. Like it's, I, I would, I would love just to travel the country and go to different racetracks for a weekend. It's just so much fun. And, and I'm not fast. I'm slow. People just fucking fly by me, but it's just. It's a happy place for me. So it was really nice. We, uh, I rode all day. Schwa was helping me get in and out of my leathers because they're fucking tight. I'm tall and they're ch- I'm cheap. And so my leathers don't fit very well because they're used. And leathers are expensive, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, so he was, it was just amazing. He's the best friend I could ask for. And, uh, and then I got to ride all day today. And, but I'm tired. I mean, I'm totally, you know, it's like the, the amount of tension you put into riding a racetrack at a hundred miles an hour, you know, there's, there's two straightaways at the end of the, the second straightaway, I'm going 120 plus miles an hour, um, then hard on the brakes, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a physical, I mean, you, you could analogize it to like exercising all day long. Right. Sure. And the heat, it just saps it out of you. And so I got home, I got home tonight at six thirty. And I walk in the door and my new neighbors from across the street <clears throat> who just bought the house, uh, Chris, Chris, I didn't even know they were coming until yesterday. Chris was like, hey, I invited the neighbors over for dinner tomorrow night. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I'm not going to be able to meet them, though. I won't be home till late. Um, by the time the lunch came around today, I was so tired and I knew it was going to be a four hour drive home and I'm pulling a trailer and I got a pr- I got a you know, pick up and I got to put the bike back in the trailer and set up, blah, blah, blah. So I knew by the time I got home, I was just going to be so tired, but I left early. So um, I didn't want to make a mistake. I don't want to crash. A lot of people crashed. Um, It just happens. You know, you're at a ranch track, people crash. And so I don't know if anybody got hurt. I didn't hear about it. I didn't ask, but you know, there's, there's hundreds of riders and lots of people crash. So you get close. You ever, I haven't had any real close incidences. This particular track day yesterday and today, I felt just better and better through the day. Um, I just got smoother. I got faster. I I knew I got faster because I started passing people that earlier in the day were passing me. And I was just, just getting to learn the track, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And so I had done this track day. I'd done this track before, but it had been so long I don't remember it. I didn't remember it very well. Some of it came back to me a little bit. Um, my tires were in good shape. I had a track day several years ago, and by the end of the track day, my tires were shot. Mm-hmm. And so I was starting to slip around a little bit. And so I was I was able to ride faster and more safe this time than I had before. Um, I've crashed my motorcycle on several occasions. Um, I've crashed this motorcycle once and got a pretty significant concussion. This is, you know, 10 years ago. This is before I met Chris. 
until I know what it's like to crash, it sucks. I don't want to do it again. And this is why I ride conservative. I go out there. I have fun. I can push myself. Um, I can find a flow and not not be overly dangerous. A lot of guys. There's a lot of egos. There's a lot of egos on the track, you could imagine. And there's a lot of people throwing around $20,000 motorcycles with 200 horsepower. Damn. And so, yeah, dude, it's crazy. Um and so there's a lot of people with money and they show up with all their fucking expensive gear and their fucking $20,000 motorcycles. Don't I was, matter if you win by an inch or a mile. I'm, I'm out there. I'm by far, I'm not by far, but there's like, there might be one or two other guys out there with an older motorcycle than mine. Mine's a 98. Everybody out there is a fucking bikes from the late 2000s. 2015 is probably the average. Um, you know, it's an expensive sport. <laughs> so um, I don't get to do it very frequently, uh, but I saved up my allowance. And um, so I did for the weekend. So um, I love it. I love it. I, I know, man. It. That's awesome. You got to do what you got to love, man. Yeah, I love it to death. So, um, but I got home and I had lunch with an amazing couple. They're older, you know, they're probably in their fifties. And uh, the, the wife works with my, with my wife at the school. They're from, from Los Angeles and a really nice uh, couple. They bought the house. I'm really excited that we got, we got some new people across the street, nice. nice people, but I totally lost track of time. My apologies. And uh, yeah, they didn't leave till nine 30. Yeah. So, and then I oh, fucking, I literally picked up my phone to plug it in. Cause I was going to take a shower. Yeah. Oh, I have shit. not showered since fucking Thursday. Oh, I smell like, I smell like a horse. Um, oh my God. Well, we'll so, let you yeah. go then. Man. I need to take a shower and yeah, I, need man. Bed. I need to work tomorrow morning. Yeah, man. I get to do it for my bed. So. Good. Yeah, it's, really it's been a while. It's been a long, a wonderful week. I, this vacation right, right. has been the best vacation but... I've had. Yeah, that's, that's what you want. Oh, ours, ours loving that too. Hearing that too. So yeah. <laughs> well, thanks man. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Thank uh, you for uh, understanding. Little... I, you know, we, we, we've grown to, what are we going to do? <laughs> you got to put up with it. I don't know. You can't take me off the podcast. It can't rain all the time, right? Right. Episode 605 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly ran to all these movies. I've been your host, Paul, and say we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, Bad Boys for Life.